Sorry, everybody watching. Chris doesn't want to play right now. I want to play. I want to. I want to. You said you. You said it was time to play, Chris. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all, so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today is episode 274, which means we have done this 274 weeks. Do you well, realize that, well, Chris? Than, well, we yeah. have done this. I mean, well, I mean, you got to put a couple weeks in there where we, like, you know, took vacations. And, you know, and there's some, and the, if you want me to episodes also added. Yeah, hours and hours of content as well. We've well, done... I mean, that, well, those don't count. I mean, those, okay, I mean those are in there. But this is 274 weeks of mm-hmm. of material. So 274 times. We have 274 hours, 203, over 300 yeah. hours plus of us talking to each other. Yeah, man, people must be fucking bored. I don't, I don't know how people feel about that. <laughs> They gotta hate us by now. They have to. Yeah. All right, guys. Two movies that are out there today. Two popular movies. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say, both of these have had a lot of word around the 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 good old uh, water. The water. What is it? The water. The cesspool of the internet. You know the 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 water cooler. Where you get the water? The water cooler. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I haven't worked in an office since like 1982. Mm-hmm. It's probably why. It's probably why. Yeah. Um. Oh, Matt's on here today. Oh, and Matt's going to want to definitely hear about what we're going to talk about. What's the second movie. First, the first movie that we're going to talk about is very popular. It's about the creation of the na- one of the nation's favorite uh, chips of all time. That's right. It's, oh, wrong one. It's Flaming Hot mm-hmm. featuring the one, the only, Jesse Garcia. Something's coming. I can't stop it. I'm gonna need you to help me see it before it hits. And that, that clap's actually from the Dust on the series. I mean, yes. Which he was a big part of, but guess what? There isn't a lot of clips of him talking. So that's like the most I could find of him talking in a row for more than 10 seconds. So uh, last Friday, I actually watched that movie. Like just, just the whole movie, the regular movie with my buddy, just, just to have it on. From what Dustin, does? From Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. yeah. The, the Robert Rodriguez. Oh uh, yeah. 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 That's a good one, man. Still, it still holds mm-hmm. up. It holds up well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, Starring in this movie, the one, the only, plays his beautiful wife, Judy, Annie Gonzalez. Jessica, that's just my mom. No, it is not. No, it's not. Eric has never been down for us. And Chris, he just got here, oh but he's God, I don't care what my family thinks. Yes, you do. You're always putting them first. You're always running to go help them. And when it's not them, it's running to go do work for Tim. That's what this is all about. This is about Tim. 
And you not supporting the fact that I'm finally doing the shit that I've dreamed about for years. I finally have someone who believes in my work. I've always believed in your work. Yeah? But I'm finally getting paid. Yeah, I think I was I forget where you pull that clip from. Where's that from? Anyway, going back, Steve, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I pull these clips at like 3 o'clock in okay, the morning. Okay, so yeah, 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 you're... Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, where did I pull that from? I can, it's not Shameless, right? It's not Shameless. So yeah, it's Shameless. It's shameless? It was okay. from Shameless. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Okay. It was from Shameless, 100%. Okay. Uh, also in this movie, you would know him as Mr. Allstate. Yeah, the one, the only, Dennis Haysbert. No, no, actually, it confirms something I've always wondered about modern art, abstract art. What is that? That perhaps it's just picking up where religious art left off, somehow trying to show you divinity. The modern artist just pairs it down to the basic elements of shape and color. But when you look at that, Monroe, you feel it just the same. Wow, that's lovely, Raymond. Yeah, he also, he's President Palmer from 24. <laughs> That's why I remember. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. He's also he's also Pedro from Major League. He's just great in, in everything he's, he, he's just great in everything he does. He does so many different yeah. different things. Uh then the one, the only, you know him because he rhymes with funk. It's Mr. Monk, Tony Shallow. My fear though is that the world is as it always was, and I just didn't see it. That a lot of us didn't see it, us men. I had a feeling we'd get gender specific. I'm serious. We can't blame exogenous events. It's too easy. Our collective blindness has caused a lot of harm. We control so much, meddled so much. And to what end? Yeah, okay. That's from the Marvelous Mr. Measle, right? Yes, that's from the last season of the Mar- uh Lovely Miss Maisel. I looked through a lot of monk clips and I couldn't find like the perfect monk he's, clip. He's, so I was just, yeah. I had to go with that. I, Cause I love that speech that he gives where yeah. he's just like, how did none of us realize that the whole time <laughs> we're equal? We're, we're part of this world. We're all working. it. You know, like it's one of my favorite lines. Um, and also, Oh, that's everybody from that. And that's going to be flaming hot. Sorry. Yeah. I I'm, I'm yeah. sidetracked. Sorry, I'm a little sidetracked today, you. guys. We're all sidetracked. You're 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 sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. are you sidetracked? Are are you drunk? Uh, man, I didn't make episode this morning. I bought like like five five, five concert shows for concerts. Uh, I was. I like, know you bought a bunch of concert tickets for no apparent reason. You're no, no, like, I'm gonna go to all nine. Like, I'm going to get drunk and go to all these concerts naked. Yeah. Well, was that in makeup? So I was. I felt like I was disconnecting from the culture that I love, and so I feel uh-huh. like attending performances will get me back in touch with. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> but, but here I am. But here I am without you. Right? Yeah. But what's the next movie we're talking about, pal? All right. The next movie we're talking about, of course, is the number one at the box office this past weekend, beating out Spider Man into the Spider Verse, across the Spider Verse right away. How? How? Yeah. Because it's Transformers! Okay. meets the eye. Transformers, more meets the eye. You know, it's Transformers. I know, I, mean, I, know, I know, I know, but it's one of the best movies of Transformers, uh, Rise of the Beast. Oh, that's, wait a minute. That's no, not it. Ah, oh, there it is. No, no that's, that's, that's no. Michael Bay. Gosh dang it. I'm clicking on the wrong thing. Gosh dang it. Which one is it? Is it this one? No, it's no. 
Oh, there it is. Uh, I love Bumblebee. There it is. Uh, yeah. Here we go. There we go. Rise of the Beast featuring the one, the only, the guy who starred in two musicals that were complete bust as movies, Anthony Ramis. I'm right here. Please just back up, sir. Step back. My man, I'm right here, bro. Sir, just film it over there. My man, I'm going to film it right here. I'm walking home anyway. Don't touch me, sir. I told you twice. Yo, Get the car right now. 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 Get me a box for the Get back. Get back. Yo, you shot him. Step back. Yo, D. I need a box outside the catering crew. D. Catering crew. I'll talk a little later. Call again. Call again. Yo, what the fuck, man? Yo, you fucking shot him. It might be hard to see because Neil didn't want to use any of the clips from the things he hates. But he was going to go, hey, you shot him. That, that, that was us. <laughs> well, I mean, the only things he ever has besides that are two musicals. Yeah. Like, there's no words. That, there's no clips of him just speaking more than five seconds. Oh, okay. It goes right into every song, like, you know, the one where he's like, I like to kiss the president because he's my friend, and we go out and we hang out and all that stuff again. See? And then there's that one where he's like, I own a store in the middle of the city. I don't have any friends, and I'm not really witty. See, like, yeah. look. Okay, I got you, man. This yeah, is... those two. <laughs> I mean, some of the worst musicals ever. Anyway. Who else is in this movie, dude? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dominic uh, Fishback is in this movie as well. Dominique Fishback. That's Dominique, sorry. What are you doing? That's private. It's private. You think you're gonna be a bad mother? It was a question. Why you gotta ask yourself that? I don't. I don't know. Maybe oh. the fact that I'm bringing a child into a war zone. These aren't considerations you have to make. You get to go out there, talk about dying a revolutionary death, and how your your body belonged to the revolution because you don't have another person growing inside your body. Yeah, that's from uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Great movie. Judas and the Black Messiah is great. Yes, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm picking all great things these all people were from because <laughs> when I get to this movie, they're not going to like what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't handle so a bit. I, I, I'm picking everything I can. That uh, But added to the voice cast this time around, one of the greats of all time, one of our favorites right here on the show on MTDS, um, the one, the only, Mr. Ron Perlman. I will fuck you. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Gosh, <damn. laughs> that's the Bumblebee. That's Bumblebee, Chris. Here in love. Have a beer. No, my body is a temple. Well, now it's an amusement park. No, no, no. The glandular balance. Just shut up and drink it, would you? What track? Eight. Can't. Smile without you. I know. Yep, I'm gonna need a beer too. Look, see, I love this song. And I can't smile. Or cry. I think I have no tear ducts. I wish Father were here. He'd know what to tell you. Us? So, 
Sorry, David Harper, but Ron Perlman's the best helmet. Oh, Ron Perlman by show. David Harper's still good. I mean, he's a good, still a good second. You it's even, like you were saying David Harper because you you put a, a hard B and it sounds like a P on the microphone. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! All right, then also premiering as voice talent in this Transformers movie, the Oscar award-winning, one of the best actresses in the history of man and everybody found that out just this past mm-hmm. year the one the only michelle Yao. maybe it's like you said maybe there is something out there some new discovery that will make us feel like even small pieces of shit something that explains why you still went looking for me through all of this noise And why? No matter what, I still want to be here with you. I will always, always want to be here with you. Yeah, that's uh, from everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once. Everywhere, everything, everywhere, anywhere, all the places, anytime, at once. Who else is in this? We got two more people. I think we got two more people. One is the guy, we'll be honest, that saved the movie. If it wasn't for him and his character, I think it's the one thing that made this movie really watchable. (laughs) And and that'd be the one, the only playing Mirage, Pete Davidson. Oh, you know what? It doesn't even bother me that much. What really bothers me is that uh, you never you never shared. You never shared the drugs. What? You never shared. We could have so much fun. It was a dark, harrowing elevator shaft of despair. But you've never been cooler. We were fucking five feet away in other dressing rooms, and you were you were in there just wearing a suit, just fucking doing blow. That's awesome, dude. It was not awesome. It looked awesome. This is from Bupkis, where the PDS is talking to John Mulaney about his addiction. Which, if you watch any Johnny special, you listen to it. I know. I know. It's hilarious. I love it. If you get, go watch Bupkis. If you haven't seen Bupkis, it's on Peacock. They didn't pay us to say that. I'm just telling you. It's a good fucking movie. Go watch it. And finally, who else? The last person. All right. The last person I say for last because this is the man that makes every Transformer anything ever watchable. He is the man. The legend, the guy who decided that he wasn't going to make play a robot truck, like robotically weird or more military, like they said, but give it a soft, slow tone when he talks. The one, the only, Mr. Optimus Prime, Peter Gullen. We're Autobots. We're from Cybertron, a planet far from Earth. Another planet? That's awesome! Those who tried to harm you are called Decepticons. We must stop them before they destroy your world. Can we help? We are the only ones who can stop the Decepticons. But my son Spike and I know more about Earth than you do. Hmm, maybe you can help us. Also in this movie, fucking... Peter Dinklage is in this movie. The Peter Dinklage is in. I, I mean, I I just could not keep on throwing your names. I mean, I was trying to try not to overload you, and, and then maybe if, uh, we get some sleep, maybe at some point. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
It, it was just getting to the point. All right, Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. He's following us online. We don't suck that net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash music podcast. We're at w2mnet.com. Go to w2mnet.com. You'll find our podcast. We're on a bunch of other cool shit. Uh, we're also on uh, on Instagram at MTS Podcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. If you guys want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash music don't suck. You'll find that and uh, pictures like that being you nil. Go to buffer.com so just music don't suck and send you. You'll find shirts like one you and Neil are wearing in our uniform. Uh, and you also, uh, you guys want to send us an email at net or movies on suck podcast at gmail.com. And wherever you find podcasts, you can find movies on suck and send to do. Neil, what do we do first? What, what is our small business we're talking about today, actually? Uh, our sponsor today is Chicago, the lovely city of Chicago. <laughs> I'll be there the next five days. It'll be beautiful. It'll be awesome. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be drunk with friends. It'll be great. No. Um, because we're talking about robotic toys here in the second part of the podcast today, uh, I figured the only thing we could do is give some love out to the people who sell robotic toys. And one of my favorite places and – a person who seems to be listening to us right now, if I if I see it correctly in the chat, Mr. Birthday Guy himself, Matt Nova. I will not say his actual last name on air, but mm-hmm. Matt Nova. Um, it is his birthday today, so happy birthday happy to birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, pal. Yeah, long listener of the show, and we love him to death. And a good friend of mine from, gosh, I think 2008 or nine is when we met. Like, I've known him for a while. A while. Mm. Drunken bars. But anyway, what we're talking about is a place we all love, and that's called Vintage Toy Mall. Yes, Vintage Toy Mall is located, has now two locations, one in Jinx, Oklahoma at 525 West Main Street, and one in Jinx at 530 South Elm Place. Now, Vintage Toy Mall is one of my favorites because not only does it have some of the coolest toys in the entire freaking world, but on top of that, they also help. Oh, you see that Unicron? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have a picture. Of course, they have a picture of Unicron on. You know, for the yeah. for for this week. But also, they have celebrities to stop by all the time, like Mick Foley. Yeah, look at yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, so at that at vintage at vintage uh, vintage toy mall now vintage toy mall. Uh, is nearly 3,000 square feet of nostalgia overload located at 81st and Elm and Broken Arrow. Come see Tulsa area's largest vintage action figure and comic-related item novelty shop with variety provided by dozens of vendors. As a free service, we offer our store vendors the ability to list everything they are selling on their website where you can go. That means everything found at VintageToyMall.com is currently for sale in their store. However, not everything in the store is listed on the site. So make sure you come see them and don't miss anything. Their inventory is constantly changing as well as the selection brought in from vendors. So you're bound to see something new each Vincent. We, they sell everything from Ant-Man to Santana and countless in between. In addition to large toys and action selection, they have comics, posters, records, game items, apparel, and more. They specialize in items prior 
1990, but they also have a great selection of modern toys and new releases. Again, that's Vintage Toy Mall. You can get them at VintageToyMall.com and at Facebook, Facebook backslash Vintage Toy Mall. You don't have to add Tulsa. Don't got to add anything like that. Just Vintage Toy Mall because they're the Toy Mall. Dope. Right? <laughs> yeah, dope. Right? Yeah. Ah, Matt said we're old. We are old. We are old. I mean, I'm 37 now. You're 45. Um, Uh, Fuck you. you You're 42, right? You're 41. You'd have to be 41 for me to be 47. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm 37. You're 41? Okay. All right. Whatever. You'd have to be 41 for me to be 47. So that means we have our six years difference. So six plus your age is... My okay, gotcha. Listen, I got a question. What's my what's six plus 37? Come on, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about my age at all. <laughs> uh, but listen, listen, uh, I totally forgot what I was gonna say now. You, you, you made me think about my age, and now, now here I am. Oh, uh, yeah. but it's okay. Uh, you know oh, yeah. what you need to think of? No, since you're six years different than me, that means our cultural touchstones as children are different. You know? Ooh. Yeah, so we'll talk about that later, though. We'll talk about that later. But you know what we're talking about now? We're talking Cheetos! About, we're talking about one of my favorite snacks, Flaming Hot Cheetos. Or Flaming Hot anything, really. Uh, this this is directed by Ava Longoria. That Ava Longoria. That one from Desperate Housewives. She directed this movie. Um, it's written by... Right uh, there, she, Ava Longoria. She's still, she's still beautiful. Uh, still... Uh, still uh, yeah, and um, this is written by Louis Colick. Lunaviet Chavez and Richard Martinez. Uh, and this stars Jesse Garcia as Richard Martinez. Something's coming. Also, Annie Gonzalez is Judy Martinez. Jessica, that's just my mom. No, is- also, uh, this all stars Emilio Rivera as Vacho Martinez. Vanessa Martinez as Concha Martinez. Dennis Haysbert as Clarence Baker. No, no, actually, it confirms something I've always wondered about modern art. And Tony Shalhoub as Roger Enrico. My fear, though, is that the world is as it always was. It's also Prepi Serna as Abuelo, Abuelito, Bobby Sudo as Tony Romero, and uh, Matt Walsh is only Mason. You guys see him everywhere. He's always the, the, the mean piece of shit in movies. What's the, what's the storyline for this one, dude? Oh, it's all. In 1966, Southern California, Richard Montez grows up in a hardworking child with a strict father and supportive grandfather. He faces challenges as his youth and later becomes involved in a life of crime. However, when his wife Judy becomes pregnant, they decide to turn their lives around. Richard struggles to find work and eventually secures a job at Frito Lay with the help of his friend Tony Romero. He learns about the factory and its machinery from engineer Clarence C. Baker. As the company faces difficulties, Richard gets inspired to think like a CEO and comes up with the idea to save Frito Lay okay, by targeting the Latino market. Stop there. This is the whole fucking movie at the end. It gets with the rest of it. Oh my god, it does! <laughs> yeah. Why did you even make me read that? Okay, all right. Here, we're just gonna cut that. Everybody that did uh, see that, the top one, that. the top Chris, one. Yeah, Chris, say it again. Hey. Say it again, and then I'll, I'll read that. No, want you the story for this one. This is the inspiring true story of Richard Montez, who is a Frito Lay janitor, disrupted the food industry by channeling his Mexican heritage to turn 
flaming hot Cheetos from a snack into an iconic global pop culture phenomenon. Way better. <laughs> Way, Way better. better. <laughs> that one was huge and long. Yeah, you can cut that if you want. Yeah, that kind of gave the that kind of gave the whole story. Yeah, line. I started reading ahead. Like, no, I, I you know stop this because it gives me the whole fucking movie. Because uh, part of the fun of learning of watching this movie is learning about how flaming hot Cheetos you know, came to be. You know, you know, you know what the sad part about this movie is? What's that? Frito-Lay informed the producers of the film that this story is 100% <laughs> false yeah. in 2009, but they went ahead with it anyway. Because it's a, because you can look at it as a big commercial for Frito-Lay if you want to. It's a big commercial for Frito-Lay, but the story did not happen this way. But it, He did but, not come up, he did not come up with the spice at all. But he Actually, was, a, but he was you know, instrumental. He, he was a guy that came from a janitor, so it's fine. It's Okay. It doesn't matter. They really didn't all root Rudy in the movie Rudy, okay? <laughs> but they didn't carry him out on his shoulders. They did do that. Okay. But that was. But there's a lot of that movie. The the football team didn't come in and put all their jerseys on the, on the desk. That didn't happen. Every single player in Notre Dame history gets to play one but, game. But Richard does insist this happened, <laughs> even after they said. It didn't. I, and Richard insists this happens. And to be honest, I don't care if it happened or not because this. Was just a fun, fun yes, good, yeah, cute freaking movie. Yeah, it's cute. It was about You'd... one man struggle to beat the system or to come up and above, and it was cute. It was adorable. I laughed. Yeah. I felt good. It was exactly. It reminded me of an eighties movie. Yeah, like eighties movie where you know just hang out. Like like it's not something that's gonna put. I mean, you're gonna feel good at the end of it. You're gonna feel, yeah. But you're not. It, gonna... it hits like an '80s movie where it, it made me feel good on the inside. <laughs> you know, like uh, how they did at the end of Sixteen Candles, where it's <laughs> like, you, you know, by means there's a little, there's several parts in that movie that are slightly racist and and you know and stuff like that, and they poke fun and stuff like that. But at the end of the movie, you are happy. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not like you're not trying. They're not trying to save the world. They're just trying to get a snack and keep their job. <laughs> you know, just like, to get a snack and keep their job. That's the there you go. And Jessica right Garcia is great. Uh, I liked him in it. I liked I liked everyone in this movie. Did say his oh, dude. I mean, and did you see that picture earlier? I I got it because they look they they got themselves looking a lot like the people that they're look at that. Yeah, yeah. Here's a good side by side, like yeah. you know, like. <laughs> I mean that doesn't that look like a yeah, younger version yeah. of him? It does. And I'm, I'm happy. I was very surprised. I was like, man, yeah, yeah. And you know, um, this was a really good. It was a good, fun-loving movie. It was one of those that you're like, you're like, okay. Um, now, this fact here it says ever. Uh, this was one of the facts I found on a website. So I don't 100 <laughs> percent agree with it. It says uh, Eva Lagaria's uh, director. Did it make me feature film directorial debut? Her her feature film. I should have put feature yeah. film in there, yeah. and I, I feel like I should have added that, but it was late at night. She's like a ton directed like lots of TV, you know, which is yeah, um, you know, and uh, actually there is where is that? Mm. Let's see. Uh, oh, I didn't put it anywhere. Okay, there is, uh, <laughs> but uh, I didn't add it as a fact. Yeah. But um, Eva actually said that uh, working at Desperate Housewives was uh, how she went to film school because everybody that would jump in and direct That's and stuff cool. like that, I like that would make it good. And 
again, this was just cute. It was um, it was about a, one man who was slaving away against the system. He's so broke at one point. They're eating, you know, like sugar sandwiches. Like, you know, it's like literally figures out how to and he gets inspired by monk at one point and i mean yeah by the way tony tony shoe i didn't know that was him until i fucking went through the movie like a couple days ago i know my wife was watching it with me and we literally just got done watching yeah um i just got done watching the uh fabulous miss uh the marvelous miss Maisel. yeah and I was like, holy shit, look who it is. <laughs> and she's like, huh? Yeah, I was the same way. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, I, I don't know. I, it's the dude from the guy from the show we just watched. Are you okay? Are you distracted by something? No, I'm not yeah. doing anything at the same time right now. I never do anything at this time while I'm talking. You're right, Chris. How dare you point that out for the 400th time? Okay, sorry, man. You got you to calm down a bit. Just, just... You've got to maybe just... Help me out. So. Let's, 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 let's talk about the movie some more. <laughs> it was so, um, it also has, you know, stories about overcoming adversity and like sort of like, like giving back to your community. And it's, it's a cute, fun movie. I, I, I like it was not super heavy. <laughs> it no, was, it wasn't super heavy. The acting was good. It was fun. It was wholesome. Let's go wholesome. Yeah. It was wholesome. It was a wholesome movie. And it's 90 minutes. It's not two and a half hours like every fucking movie is these days. Two and a half years dude, like every movie dude, is? Dude, oh my uh, God. Flash is two hours, 43 minutes long. Well, that's understandable, though. I mean, you got two Batmans in it, at least. Okay, all right. All right. You gotta, get, I mean, you gotta pick a story. Guess what, dude? Mm. Guess what? Michael Keaton's back as Batman. I don't care if the movie's nine hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that thing a hundred times. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah. It, I mean, I don't know what more to say. I, I wish I could give this, like, you know, like, be like, hey, this is amazing. I mean, you're going to laugh. There, there's going to be parts you're going to laugh. And to be honest, this is one of those movies that you're never going to get mad that someone throws on. How about that? Even if you've seen it before. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's, it's a fun it's movie. it's one of those movies that you're going to snicker a little bit. This might actually become like a cult classic. This might be one of those movies like Days, not like Days and Confused, but like um, uh, ten, 10 Ways to Get Away from a Guy or, you know. Uh, quick question. Did you have Flaming Hot Cheetos while watching this movie? No, I was going to get Flaming Hot Cheetos for the show. I did. I forgot them. I forgot them when I was out uh, I went, getting everything for the moving stuff. I was uh, getting food. I was I stopped yeah. by Chipotle getting food Sunday. And because uh, Leah was actually coming, she came home from Oklahoma City. She went down there to play derby. And she came back and she was taking naps. So I went to get food. And I stopped on the way back at my social Flaming Hot Cheetos and just put on Flaming Hot. And um. And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> just watching this. And it was good, man. It was a fun uh, little... Uh, it was a fun, fun movie. Let's do some quotes and uh, we'll get out of here. Okay, sure. One. I have a PhD. I'm poor, hungry, and determined. Okay, I can see. You're going to be a weird one. <laughs> you know, white people don't give, a, give you a free nothing, right? U.S. drivers have elite status. Shut up, Mr. Clean. <laughs> People always trying to get rid of the brown ones, huh? 
the snack wars are are gonna get serious. If someone needs a shirt covered, oh, shift covered, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Turns out Enrico sounded more like Mr. Rogers than American me. No one craps on Superman like they do us, Dad. <laughs> Sometimes you got to see how the burrito works. Better the bevel that you know than the one you don't. Does it burn good or burns bad? I've been asked that so many times. I know. It, I know. Women in the bathroom. I heard. I heard women when people have sex with you, they burn. It burns when they pee. Um, they don't get made. I don't hear that. I don't hear that part. Thanks for letting me in. I get to check it out. They don't get made by hoodlums who probably can't spell hoodlum. They're scared they've been praying for a hero, and instead they got you. You want to survive this world? Get yourself a Judy. That's it. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good way to end it, by the way. That's yeah, a good, yeah. Good, good, I like that one. Good, 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 okay. So uh, my score in this is a 3.7. It's just a fun little movie. Yeah, you, I'm. I mean, gosh, I hate that we we've gotten to the point in life where we agree almost dead on in some. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, what's wrong with us, Chris? What's wrong with us? <sighs> but uh, like, literally, it's just like, why, why? <laughs> um, it, it's no uh, three point seven exactly. Yeah. This is a fun movie. Um, if someone's like, hey, I want to put on this movie, I'd be like, yeah. Put on that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I'll watch it again. I'm, I'm, uh, now I want Flaming Hot Cheetos again. Thanks a lot for having that in this background. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, Flaming Hot. Uh, now, I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What is the audience score for Flaming Hot? Let's take a guess. Eighty-three. Eighty-eight percent. I was off by five. Yeah, off by five. Man, I need to hit it on the target again. I haven't yeah. hit it on the target. I think, I think you overthought it because there's like two seconds of dead air. I'm like, did you did you drop off? I don't think so. <laughs> um now I'm on uh, what is the meaning mean critic score for flaming hot? Sixty-two. Sixty-eight percent. Oh yeah, I was off like five by eight. Each yeah. one's five and six. Yeah, five and six. Kristen senses is Flaming Hot may have a little more than a share of empty calories, but this fun feel-good story is still a decent cinematic snack. I'll, I'll read a good review and a bad review on this one. Sure. Is that your dog or my dog? It's your dog. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. It's my dog. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, yeah, until we get to, 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 okay. So, um, from Amy Nicholson of Film Week in uh, NPR Los Angeles said, it's a sticky story that it turns into at least a good crowd pleaser. And this one is by uh, Steven Propke as Third Case Review. He says, Flaming Hunt isn't a complete bust, but much like its core ranch trios, it needs a little something extra to give it the necessary heat. I didn't think that. I thought this was a fine movie. That was fine. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, did it change the world? No, no but it was nice. It made me happy. Yeah. I touched myself in unpleasant ways with 
Cheeto dust I on want my pe- hands. I, I want, yeah, I know. Then you just wiped it on your head. You wiped it on your chest like a savage. But no, I want, I, I, I find it hard for someone not to walk away from this, not wanting to go out and get some flaming hot Cheetos, you know? I, I still want some flaming hot Cheetos, bro. Okay. You might have to go out to this I, episode. I, I, I'm some. literally, I'm literally like been thinking about them ever since. <laughs> Are you I mean, I, are you flavored with the the flaming hot puffs or the or the Cheetos or is it maybe the flaming Chester's hot fries? There's all types of them. So, I mean, what's your favorite? You don't know. I don't know either. They're also good. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. I don't know. They're all pretty good. All right. I I I haven't had them in a while. That's why I really wanted to get them. Well, maybe I'll fix that. Maybe for. Christmas, I'll get you just a giant box of them. Oh, dude, I forgot to buy you something for your birthday. Don't I just now about realized Don't worry that. about that, dude. I, dude I got, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I got an idea for something, and as soon as I get the, the right... I did look for something at one point, and I couldn't find the thing I wanted. When's your birthday in you September, I mean? right? Your birthday's in September, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you had to think about it for a second. Okay. You know, everybody I'm going on the vacation with to Chicago this week is birthdays in September. Is it the same day? No, one's on the first. No, no, it's like literally weird how this one's on the first, mine's on the 18th, the other person's on the 30th. Wow. So you got one at the beginning, one at the end, and one's. In so the are middle. you guys all the same uh, astrological sign? No, no, by any means, we're not. What are you again? I forget what. I'm a Virgo. Okay, and they're yeah. bitches. Bitches. Uh, I'm... I don't. I don't know. If they're not a Virgo, I don't know exactly the. You know. Astrology I don't put any stuff, stock in that stuff. sort of stuff. A lot of people really care, but no, no, I don't either. <laughs> I don't, I don't either. But like, I'm, I'm interested now. Um, okay, where's the signs? Signs, signs everywhere. The signs. All right, so I am a Virgo with one me, me and one guy. Okay, it's August twenty third to twenty second, or September twenty second, which is a Virgo, mm-hmm. and then the other one is a Libra. A Libra. I was like, Libra? I don't remember that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Libra, Virgos, we're all hanging out. Uh, but I think and, I, I think usually this time of the of the uh, podcast. We do the news. I will fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, I love doing that. I, I know. <laughs> this is the MTDS News. Where I read stuff that Chris doesn't understand because he doesn't speak English. What you got for me, dude? Oh yeah, I forgot. I got. I, I do speak English, actually. Yeah. Stuff. Sava. Uh, let's start off with the sad news. Get it done and out of the way. Uh, one of the greatest comic book legends of all time has passed away. Uh, John Romita Sr., the legendary Marvel book artist, he created such superstars as Mary Jane Watson, the mm-hmm. Kingpin, and of course, everybody knows this creation, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also the one that helped wrote the book um, Spider-Man No More, which is the theme of Spider-Man 2, the movie, one of the greatest artists of all time. Um, he died at the age of 93. So, I mean, dude had a life. I mean, if you're at 93, bro, mm-hmm. I mean, most of us don't live past a hundred. So, mm-hmm. so 93 way to go. John Romain. So hearts and thoughts go out to all of their family. Now to some good news. 
Uh, James Gunn wants you to know, just because he took over the DC Universe doesn't mean he forgot that one guy. You know what that guy? Uh, that guy. Uh, that guy. That guy. The See, guy. The, I don't know what you're doing. Oh, what are you talking Hit about? Hit the button. Oh, oh, sorry. I will fuck you, all right? I will enter you. Yes. You're going to enter me? <laughs> you forgot about a peacemaker? He's not forgetting about peacemaker. Okay, gotcha. Yes, he did not forget about peacemaker. As soon as he is done with the Superman Legacy pro, uh, pre-production, he is going to start filming Pace, Peacemaker the second season. So Peacemaker is still coming. It's still going to be part of the universe. Peacemaker is going to be all about it because we he knows we all love that Peacemaker. You're a Peacemaker. I know you do. You're a big fan of Peacemaker. Oh, my God. How can <laughs> If you watch Peacemaker and not love it, I don't think I can respect you as a human being. I like Peacemaker quite a bit. I'm looking forward to the second yeah, I'm No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying anybody else. Like, if they watch <laughs> it and they're like, that's fucking stupid. Fuck you. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, I don't respect you as a human being. And I'm what you're going to tell them is, I will fuck you, all right? I will enter you. Enter <laughs> you. <laughs> um, a new alien movie is in the work from Fida Alvarez. Um, gets It gets a release date. It'll be released on the date of August 16th, 2024. Um, it's called Alien Romulus, uh, which will be the lead latest of Deep Space. Theory. It is set to be a standalone reboot of the franchise, taking from the creative roots that made the initial famed film so successful and reworking it into something entirely new. Cool. Bring it on. So another rehash yeah, no. movie like Evil Dead or, you know. And to be honest, with the horror movies, they're doing okay. Yeah. I like the new Evil Dead. I like the new Hellraiser, the new Candyman, because they, they still add droplets of they're like, hey, we're, exist- we, we, we're saying this exists. We're saying this exists, mm-hmm. but that's not what this is. No, no. The, the, you know, we're moving on now. Uh, the... James Gunn also states the thing that's going to make the difference between DCU and MCU is that if you look at the MCU, there are a few traditional superheroes. There was never a guy with a secret identity until Spider-Man in the MCU. There's Cap, that was a soldier that then wears his mask. Iron Man out himself at the end of the first Iron Man because they don't want to deal with the whole secret identity stuff. But there's a bit more of a fantasy element to DCU because there are larger-than-life superheroes. And for me, there's Superman and then there's Clark Kent. Those are two completely different characters. And we have to find a way to deal with them that's as grounded as possible with the world of DC. One of the things I love about DC that excites me about DC is that the way it's another an alienate history. It's Gotham City, Metropolis City. Uh, Star City, Bloodhaven, all these different places and an other reality. It makes it a little bit better like Westeros in some ways. I love it the way and I love that we get to create true world building in the DC. Ooh. Ooh. I mean cuz I mean if you do think about it, all Marvel, all Marvel besides and besides them going out of outer space or anything like that. Is you know New York City, LA, New York, yeah, 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 and San Francisco. Oh yeah, this isn't there. <laughs> so yeah, 
that's this is true. This is true. I'm glad I'm glad that was brought up. Yeah. Interesting. Uh Sarah Pauly is gonna be directing the live action Bambi movie. Yay. Cool. Yay. Cool beans, she won I guess. Oscar this year for her women talking screenplay. I don't I mean, as long as they got it, they literally just have to point out the fact that Bambi's a guy. All right. Yeah, Bambi's we need to figure this out. Why did Bambi become a popular girl's name if he was a dude? Well, Bambi was a male deer, right? Like, like he was a, yeah, yeah. He's always been a male deer. Yeah. He's always been a buck. Because he's just so. Super why cute. was why did he become a popular like when you think if you think of a girl named Bambi, she's gonna be like, Haha, I'm Bambi, and it's like that's what <laughs> Bambi is literally like the most badass freaking deer in the forest. He like literally like shocks somebody with his. You know, with his antlers at one point. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Hey, you've heard of Caddy Shack, but what about Caddy Hack? That's right. The the movie with the killer gophers unleashes mm-hmm. on a golf course near yeah. you. And, yes, Caddy Hack is going to be brought to you. Um, The classic, of course, the title is a play on Caddy Shack, the classic movie. Um, in the movie, uh, part of the it's a struggling golf course suffers a string of caddy murders at the paws of pesticide mutated gophers, while the greedy owner of the factory tries to cover up the carnage. Um, yeah, I'm down. So, real, real quick question, real quick <laughs> question. You're a big fan of Caddy Shack, the original. Yeah, dude. It's the right. I love it's, both of them. Actually, it's I like right, both of them. It's right in your wheelhouse. I know, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like growing up, that was, those are the movies that people talked about. Hey, we're gonna all get laid. <laughs> I love it's Roddy Dodd yeah, Dangerfield, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I love Roddy. Rodney. I, you know how many times I've watched Back to School, probably in the last <laughs> five years alone. James Gunn declares that again, more James Gunn. Uh, well, man, okay, what do you want me? There's a writer strike going on. Okay, right gotcha. Now. There, there's, a, there's an actor strike going on. Okay. I am finding whatever I can. Okay, all right. All right. Anyway. James Gunn declares his favorite Lex Luthor, who he is going to base his Lex Luthor off of, is not Gene Hackman. Is it? It's uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, from from Smallville, yeah? Yeah, yeah dude, man. I agree with him. I love Michael Rosenbaum. Are you excited? Who's they going to have his Zoke suit, do you think? He likes to get inside of you. <laughs> are they going to bring back J.C. Eisenberg to play Lex Luthor? Who knows? I hope not. I hope not. No, it's a it's a reboot. Dude. Okay. That's what the Flash movie's doing. Okay, but they're having. Okay, they're having. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. All right, a bunch of movies have been changed around on the schedule. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> yeah. Disney has been like, you know what? These movies are probably more more the ones people want to see besides this one. So Deadpool is now. Uh, going to be on is getting closer to us instead of further, and it's going to be on May third, twenty twenty four. Um, if we're fucking lucky, dude, if we get the right strike back, on, you know, yep. Captain America: Brave New World um, is also is going to be in November twenty twenty four. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Captain America, no, Captain America will be um, uh, August 26, 24, followed by Thunderbolts on December 20th, 24. Then um, Blade will be February 14th. Oh, Valentine's Day, 25. Oh, I got to wait for that long for Blade. Man. May 2nd, 
May 2nd is going to be Fantastic Four of 2025. Um, Avengers Kang, Dynasty, and the Secret Wars are delayed from May 26th and 20, are now into May 27. Um, 2025? Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Gosh dang it. I'm sorry. This freaking ad popped up and it just... My Avatar 3 um, suffering is a major delay. Um, no, either. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Okay, so now uh, 3 won't be, we won't see Avatar 3 until December 2020, uh, December 19th of 25. 4 will be December 21st. December uh, 2029 and Avatar 5 on December 19, 2031. And is he I gonna die before then? Like, like seriously, like, like, I don't know. Maybe James Cameron's maybe. like, like close to 80, <laughs> right? Right? Like, like that seems like it seems like a lot of that's like 10 years yeah, from now. And yeah, it's just a lot. So, I mean, everything's getting delayed, but we all know why. Yeah, yeah. you know why, right? Mm-hmm. Because of you, yeah, you did it. Fault. You did this to you these people. Did firebomb my house. <laughs> yeah, twenty thirty one. Really? Okay. Well, I mean, all right. Um, Elliot Page has joined Dominic uh, Savage, uh, Savage's new film, Close to You. Page will appear opposite Hillary back in the heartfelt family drama feature. Cool. So. He's back to work, so that's good. Uh-huh. And um, one second. I know there's people watching, but I, I got to figure out what's going on, dude. Okay. So uh, you left me here? I'm having a good time. Not. Who's watching, but uh, thanks for sticking around. I'm not sure how long you will be on. Probably not long. Since we hear what's going on with this puppy. Barking and stuff. But, uh. Someone come in there with you because I can't. He's just whining at the door and coming up on my Oh. Looks like the dog is just wants to hang out with his dad. And Neil doesn't want that to happen. His name's Dog's name's Alistair. He's super fucking cute. Love Alistair. Every time I come over there, I just well, all I want to do is cuddle him. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody left. I was watching. Yeah. Um. God damn it. All right. It's okay. Uh, they can come back and watch it later, or they can listen yeah, to the yes. podcast. Yeah. Sorry about that. My my dog was whining, and I couldn't sit here and just listen to my dog whine. All right. Um, back to where we're at. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast director is already in the talks for the di- next sequel. Yeah. Was, okay. Uh, really? Why? <laughs> okay. I'm not officially signed on, clearing fire, but I am officially signed on. <sighs> I'm in talks. I set up a lot of stuff in the film. Apparently. I mean, it's, and, it's uh, sort of a prequel, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. Anyway, and naturally, but everything will go as planned. All right, what's next? Uh, oh, uh, my my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Have you heard of this? Yeah, Kellis is da- dating uh, Bill Murray, right? Bill Murray. Who would have known? Uh, well, that's that's interesting. Way to go, him. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's Bill Murray. Her milkshake, her milkshake brought Bill Murray to the yard. So. And you know what? As long as they're having a happy relationship. Yeah, that's all, that's all that matters, right? Hey, have you ever wanted to see the worst movie ever created in a movie theater? Okay, yeah, I mean, sure. What is it? The 20th anniversary of The Room will be playing across movie theaters this year. It was released on June 27th, 2003. Um, you will be able to see them as a Fathom event. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't even need to sit so much. Like, I mean, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. The only reason I want you to see the rumors is so you can see the Zastars afterwards. Yeah. So it'll be in theaters uh, June 27th for the 20th anniversary. Everybody, get stoned, go see it. I mean, you got to see Get Stoned. You can't go see that such shit. Oh, sober. hi, Neil. <laughs> Uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wants uh, Donald Trump to get his his fucking name out of his fucking mouth. Yeah, when it comes to error, they're using like stuff from error. Trump is now cutting web videos with Matt Damon's air monologue as narration, and they are fucking pissed. I'm hey, mad too. Look, Donald Trump, you're about to go to prison. Nobody yeah, wants think... to hear your fucking mouth. Yeah, this Shut is, up. This is just, this is as close as that. Well, I'd be hip. I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. The WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins is in the new Captain America movie, and people think they figured out who he is. They think that he is playing King Cobra from the Serpent Society. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think that's the case for you, right? I mean, the costume kind of looks like mm-hmm. it. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't find a side by side. But here, let me see if I did you, did can do you, it just you for fun? you because I know I'll make your mom if you don't hush. <laughs> what? I don't know. Why? Why would you say that about well, your mom? I've never nice seen you, mom. I love my mom, but I don't your know. mom's a nice lady, dude. I don't know why you're always mean about her. I don't mean about her at all. Like, did you tell her about that thing you said last week? She wouldn't. Come on. I can't. Okay, well, I can't do it because the one picture is on Instagram, and I'd have to do a whole lot of stuff to get that. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, it's by any means, whatever. Harry Manifred uh, says he's working on a fr- new Friday the 13th video game. Friday the 13th composer Harry Manfred is working on a new video game adaptation. Um, the issues with Friday the 13th rights appear to have been resolved, as Jason will return an all-new TV series as well that is in the works for Peacock. Yeah, you're, Fuck yeah. You're, Give me some Jason. Yeah. Give me some Voorhees, man. <laughs> Give me some fucking Voorhees. I'm all down for mm-hmm. it. There you are, dude. We're all safe. Um, you know, uh, I want some Freddy Cougar, but you know, Robert England's gone, so you gotta find a good replacement for mm-hmm. Freddy Cougar. And there was Jackie Earl Haley. Good enough, good enough mm-hmm. for you. 
Huh? Jack Hero that, Hill. That one was not good. They made it too about they made it more about the child molestation. It's just a fun murder. Because Freddy Krueger was more <laughs> of a child murderer. Okay. And when they made it when it made it more about the child molestation, not child murder. Then it got too real. Okay, it got too real, you know? <laughs> hey, this got to the point like, oh, he's a creepy child molester. Okay. Freddy's not cool, bro. But you what know, when he was just a child damage? murderer. Yeah. There was an accident on the set of Gladiators Two. Oh, a yeah. stunt on the set on the big budget sequel Gladiator Two did not go as planned, resulting in a slew of injured crew members per uh, <laughs> variety. There were an accident on the set on June 7th that uh, occurred while filming the action stunt sequence. While it's not clear exactly what happened, they reported result is that six people were reflected with burn injuries with four still hospitalized. Damn. I mean, I'm, we, I didn't know they were filming already, so wow. Mm. But uh, when you say slew of injuries, you're like, well, fuck. Like, like, I guess they're all going to die. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. I, was, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Stunts can be, you know, dangerous, you know? I guess. I don't know. Oh, talking about a horror movie we're getting another reboot of. What's Leprechaun. That? Okay. We're getting the second reboot of Leprechaun now. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. I mean, all right. So this is the issue, guys. When you do these reboots, if you don't have the people that originally made them, yeah, of course, Michael Myers and Jason you can get away with because they're behind a mask. Mm -hmm. But the reason Leprechaun works so well, the reason Freddy Cougar works so well, the reason Candyman works so well was because the actors who betrayed them. So that I had to bring Davis back, right? I have no idea. It says it's a reboot, so I'm guessing no. Okay, well. They're going to get a younger. Does Warwick have uh, a son? Short person? I don't. What do you, what's the correct terminology? There's like a, little, a couple it's, people it's a little, it's a little person. What's the correct terminology it's for a, little, a person? It's, it's a little people. It's a little person. See, if I, was, if I was a little person, I would not like to be called little person. This is what they go by. It's, I mean, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Well, talking about a little person. Uh, dude, come on, don't Dinkley. say like that, dude. I'm just saying, man, you guys got to come up with something. I don't want to call them a little person. They're a person, but the, the, not little. Okay. okay. I'm going with what they want to be called. If we had to address their height at all. So what, what were you saying about Dinklage? Anyway, the great Peter Dinklage and Josh Borlean mm-hmm. are teaming up on a brothers for one silly reason. Um, the award-winning actor Peter Dinklage is, of course, most well-known for Game of Thrones. Josh Berlin is Berlin. Thanos. Berlin. That's what I said. He's in Berlin. Uh, so, whatever. Okay. Um, Brothers is set as an R-rated comedy helmed by Max uh, Barbaco, who previously worked on the 2020 fantasy Palm Springs. Oh, we love Palm yeah, Springs. Yeah, we did like Palm that Springs. was a good movie. Yeah. Um, the script is co-written by Mika Blair, who recently... Oh, no. Mika Blair did... Oh, oh Mika Blair was a co-writer on this? Yeah, never mind. This movie's going to Why? Because the person that helped write a Christopher Nolan movie is helping write it. I, dude, you know we're watching Oppenheimer. I don't care, like, what you say. We're watching... Oh, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm going to... Everything I can find. Everything. I'm going to tear it apart. Uh, what? 
I like Cher making, and Chaz Bono I like making have teamed up to proceed new horror movie Little Bites. The upcoming film will feature Bonnie Aarons, Heather Langley Cup, and Barbara Crampton. Heather Langley Cup, Camp, Langley Camp. How do I know that name? I don't know. I knew Barbara Crampton because she is a film like a horror film like like Scream Queen. Oh, that's Nancy from Friday uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street. That's why I know that name. Uh, the three well-known names from the horror genre, mother-son duo Cher and Chaz are teaming up to produce Little Bites, an upcoming horror movie written and directed by... I didn't even know this. I, didn't even, I just thought it was cool. Who wrote it? Who do you think wrote it? Spider One and Chrissy Fox. Spider One and Chrissy Fox are good they were They were hanging out a lot at Panic Fest, Barbara and... Uh, and uh, Spider, like they were just hanging out yeah. together. So, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's gonna have Heather. Le- Man, okay, this movie is gonna be the best movie <laughs> next year. We already know it. We already know it. Uh, all right, let's see. Ryan Reynolds is a new Apple movie. We don't care. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, this is one I wanted to know. Ghostbusters is. They think it's about the afterlife because look at the poster they posted. Mm, kind of looks. Kind of looks like it's ice. Yeah, like hell will freeze over Who? this Christmas. Is what Dude, I got. I got to say, man, there was a there was a, a Ghostbusters script written long ago about hell coming, like hell, like on Earth. So maybe that's. Ooh, I'm I'm down. I'm down. Um, Fast and the Furious Eleven will be released on the same date that Jason Momoa's Minecraft comes out. <laughs> I guess we'll be seeing both April fourth, twenty twenty five. I guess we'll be seeing both those movies. Uh, I've I've never played Minecraft, but I guess I have to now. It's, it's, you know, I've dude, I I just can't get into it. I've tried. I, I seriously did. I downloaded it like three or four times, <laughs> and I was just like, man, I don't I don't want to build a square house. Uh, yeah, I don't want to build like all these. Lot, square it seems things. like a lot of work. I'm not okay. I'm not a. I'm not a guy that has that likes digging a resource builder. I'm yeah. not a resource builder. I'm rather like right now I'm playing Assassin's Creed in mm. pro wrestling. Yeah, like yeah. really like, I mean, and I'm going to play star Wars next and the new legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. but talking about legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. legend of Zelda, the movie has been greenlit because of super Mario brothers, the movie doing so well, and it's going to be animated. Okay, I really don't hope they don't fuck it up. Like, like I, I like the Super Mario Bros. movie, but it's not my favorite shit on the planet. It, you know. No, but it was fun and it was good. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. I mean, I'm definitely gonna see it. I mean, but Legend of Zelda, dude, that's actual story and lore. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can make a freaking you know yeah. Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. with that shit. Yeah, you you know, you could, you could, yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know what story they're gonna go with. I'm sure they're gonna go with like Breath of the Wild. Or something like that, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I don't know. They can mix up a bit. I know there's, uh, I know that the all the all the games tie in in some way, but uh, I'm they'll fix your they'll pick a, a a timeline and we'll we'll I'll be happy about it honestly. I'm sure. And then, last but not least, I save this for the last because it's really sad news. The great Brian Cranston has decided to retire acting as of 2026 so he can go spend more time with his family i did not know this i understand 100 why 
But it, it just seems like we just got him, you know? <laughs> like, even though he's been acting for like 40 years, I don't know how many years. I feel like we just got to, yeah, like just now, you know? And, and it's fine. And I and I get it. I get why. I would probably do. I mean, because to be honest, how much money did he make off of Breaking Bad? I mean, he's probably and, still getting some Malcolm in the Middle residuals too. Yeah, and then well, then on top of that, all the movies he got mm-hmm. because of that. I mean, everything from Trumpo to to uh, King Kong yeah, yeah. to you know. So I mean, hey man, go retire in good health. Hopefully one day I run and, into and, you yeah, at I mean, the diner. He's also gotten like, yeah, he has three sons, and they're all named Emmy. So he doesn't really need to, just need to, that you got what you want, right? Like, like, I'll get you what you want. Yeah. So he has six part-time Emmy awards. So he has six sons, all named Emmy. So. Yep. So that's the news, Chris. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> I will fuck you. No, that, that one. <laughs> that was the movies don't suck. It's something the news. I told Chris a bunch of stuff, and he is now severely annoyed with me and wants me to shut up so he can go pee. I'm, I'm good. I don't pee yet. <laughs> it's good. No. I told you to put a bucket right underneath here, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wing out. Let's go. Uh, now we're talking about the big sexy movie of the week. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Uh, Stephen Cappell Jr. directed this. He directed such things as Creed Two. He was director of that. Um, and uh, I think he directed all the Creed's. I'm mistaken. Yeah, he directed Creed Two, Rapture. He did some episodes of Grunge. He did a TV series for Transformers called Earth Spark. Um, directed a movie called The Land. And this is uh, this is uh, him. Yeah, a screenplay by Joby Harold Darnell. Metire, Josh Peters, Eric Coburn, and John Hover. This stars Anthony Ramos as Noah Diaz. I'm right here. Uh, Dominique Fishback as Elena Wallace. What are you doing? Uh, Peter Coleman, obviously, Optimus Prime. We're Autobot. Uh, Ron Perlman is in you this. You didn't even let them say Autobot. You what are you doing? We're Autobots. Is that better? Yes, you gotta let him at least finish the word. <sighs> Ralph Perlman plays Optimus Primal. You're in love. Have a beer. Um, also, <laughs> Pete Davidson in this as Mirage. Oh, that, you know what? I, it doesn't even bother me that much. But... Also, uh, Michelle Yeoh as uh, where is she in here? Oh yeah, as uh, Air Razor. Yeah, that's Air Razor. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe there is something out there. And uh, also, uh, yeah, and that's 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 everyone. Those also also stars fucking uh, Peter Dinklage as Scourge, uh, Lisa Coney Koshi as Arcee, John DiMaggio. You guys know him as Bender. He plays Transit Stratosphere. Um, there's also st- appearances by Michael Kelly and uh, Luna Warren Velez, Brian Diaz. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, pal? As Autobots, we decided no. <laughs> Returning to action and spectral, they have captured moviegoers around the world. Transformers: Rise of the Beast will take audiences on a '90s collaborating adventure with the Autobots 
and introduce a whole new faction of Transformers, the Maximals. To join them, the Allies' existing Battle of Earth, directed by Steve Copeland Jr., and starring Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback. I didn't stop before, but I just mm-hmm. like doing that. Try to do the Optimus voice. So, you get, so it was spectacle and globe trotting that you, that you uh, did not. Get. I don't know. I wasn't even reading it. Okay, but here care. we are, man. Rise of the Beast. Uh, so this is what like the eighth or ninth Transformers movie since they. Rebooted. I think it's ninth altogether. Let me see. Let's see. Let's let's count. Okay, okay. we got. The live action or cartoon is the cartoon. We're going with count. live action, the ones that Michael Bay read. All right, live action. All right. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It is the seventh. Okay. Well, I got to say, I like Bumblebee. And that's like Bumblebee. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bumblebee is great. Um, I don't this like... one, um, are you sure Steven did it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's. It's different because I, I was able to actually make out the combat in this one as opposed to the Michael Bay stuff, right? But, dude. True that. True that. But, man, <laughs> this movie. I could see myself, if I was nine years old, I would really like this movie. But yes, I'm not. If I was I'm, nine years old, I'm 37 I like years old. Movie. But I, so, uh, I'm sure that. The only reason. I wanted to watch this movie, and there's only one reason and one reason only was this man and this one guy only. <laughs> okay. Do you know who that is? Uh, is that Mark- who is that? Is that Mark-Cron, right? Planet, planet That's this guy. Oh, the Planet Eater. Okay. Yeah, it's Unicron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in the lore of Transformers, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Many de- many centuries ago, there was Unicron and then Prime. They fought together against each other to control the universe. But anyway, and then the, the Allspark that creates the, or uh, not the Allspark, is it the Allspark? Gosh dang it, where's Matt when I need him? Um, <laughs> but the thing that creates the, the energized tube or whatever that the, the good guy puts him to become Optimus Prime mm-hmm. or Rodimus Prime to become a prime. That leadership thing you've got to put in your chest or whatever was from the original prime who was big as a planet because so is this guy, Unicron. <laughs> All right. This and this is the same guy. This transforms into this or this transforms into this. And that's why, on his little action figure. That's why these things are at the end. Because that's the little things that are around the entire globe of him. He's a planet eater. He's cool. He's the ultimate evil. He is literally... <laughs> he is the leader of the Terracons. You know? Yeah. I, I gotta say, man. Do, do you... Uh, what's some of the things we liked about it real quick? Okay? Pete Davidson was cool. Um, All right, one that I really, really, really love. All right, first, they took this right here, Uh what Optimus Prime looked like in the first movie, which just sucked so bad and made him more like the original him. Like the more toy, more like the toy. 
You know, like, yeah, like more or the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, look at compare the. This is Gen One. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look at them. That they, they they look nothing like each other, and but the fact that they went you know more into like what he looks like is that made me really happy. Okay. Two. Peter Davison, Pete Davison, and Peter Brink, Grinklich. But anyway, uh, drink, uh, Peter Dinklage. The Dink. And Pete Davison. Oh my God. Their characters were legit awesome. Mm-hmm. Pete Davison Mirage character was hilarious. Didn't go too over the top, was just enough. So uh, I kind of have, have a problem when it comes to uh, Transformers having. Personalities aren't they robots? Like, like, but again, it's a fucking movie. What might we complain about? They all have personalities. Okay, right. Yeah, it's like literally part of their stories. I mean, are they? They have Earthling personalities, though. Like a few days and say so. Yeah, but they study Earthling stuff. Okay, so they could speak Earthling. Okay, fine. Um, I like Anthony Ramos. I like the 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 character with him. Is I like that story with him and his kid, like his kid brother. I actually really like that that storyline, you know. Okay, so, yeah, it's a great little storyline. Uh, Anthony Ramis uh, did a good job with it. I think this was like one of the better Star uh, Transformer movies. I mean, it definitely didn't have that guy that cries and whines for the first three movies in it. It also didn't like, have. It didn't also also didn't uh, defend pedophile. <laughs> it didn't defend, uh, you know. Pedophile, pedophilism in the last one where the guy had that card in his wallet that was laminated that had the law in Texas. He's like, it's okay for me to date her if I'm 21 to 17. It's okay. He had that shit in his wallet. <laughs> that law. And I'm like, oh, I'm gosh. like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, like, why, why do you have that in your wallet yeah. anyway? Creep. Jesus. Oh, creepo. Do you know who did the voice originally for Unicron? Who? This guy. Okay. Uh, you had to tell me the guys because I'm 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 ready for it now. Is that? Oh, I don't know. He he wrote a few books. I mean, something about like the eighties. It's Orson Welles. Orson Welles. It's Orson Welles. Okay. Well, he didn't write. Orson Welles was the original he, he, voice he, of he that. Did, he didn't write. 19... He was the original voice of that. You think of George Orwell? Yeah. He. George Orwell wrote the book. What? George Orwell wrote the book. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking of two different people. Hey, that happens sometimes. 1984. So. We can't be perfect all the time. You don't make fun of people of that. You just teach and move on. Come on now. I don't. I don't. I'll cut it out. Don't worry. I'll be. I don't belittle. No, don't cut it out. I want you. I want everybody to hear you belittling me. No, no, no. (laughs) It's great. Tell them. Show them your true colors, Chris. Anyway, what's this? this? That's that's in Chicago. That's uh. Okay. What's the name of the place? I'm look. That's right there. That's pictured. I don't know. What's the name of it? Okay. Yeah. See. Look how dumb you are, Chris. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's Navy Pier. Anyway. Are you guys doing the bean? Just, are you guys doing the bean? The bean? 
the bean. Yeah, yeah. It's literally like, dude, if I showed you a picture of Chicago, everything's like the, the main things that you know about Chicago. I've been there twice, so. Yeah, ooh, twice. Uh, but <laughs> the main things that you all know about Chicago are all within like 10 minutes yeah. of each other. Yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyway. Um, so then... We have the Autobots, the Decepticons, the uh, Maximals, and the Terracons all in this movie. Yeah, get the Maximals. They're pretty cool, honestly. The Maximals were cool. Uh, I love the bird. I can't remember the bird's name right now. Again, Air Razor, Razor, thank you. Mm -hmm. The bird was really cool. Uh, I really liked um, the fight scenes weren't too over the top. You know what I mean? And then when it got down to brass tacks, when it is a real fight and stuff, yeah. and they did a great resume, uh, reputation of Unicron, except for he didn't transform once into, you know, <laughs> that, this. Yeah. With the thing you wanted to see big time, you're like, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, just... this is what I want to see. Because literally in the, in the cartoon movie, um, this right here, if you notice, mm-hmm. Unicron is mm-hmm. the top mm-hmm. right here. And they behead him and his head <laughs> is just floating in space. And that actually becomes like several things in the cartoons yeah. and, and in the comics and in different like aspects of all of it. Um, but you know, it was all right. I mean, to be honest, not my favorite, uh, transformer movie, probably. And not, but not the worst. What would be my favorite. Like, I've only seen like three of them and be yeah. like, but I want to mention also that Christo Fernandez, you know, Danny Rojas to football's life does the voice of Wheeljack in this movie. Yes. <laughs> and that's awesome. But now let's me rip into this. Okay. All right. One, I don't know why we're not covering Opti Prime's Optimus Prime's mouth, but please stop <laughs> giving him lips. All right. Look at this. All right. Is this the picture? Yeah. yeah look. look at these lips. Just some weird, weird maw lip. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look. All right. Does yeah. he have lips? No, he does not. All right, look at this. Look at this. Weird lips. <laughs> no, no lips. No lips. Optimus Prime doesn't have lips. Stop with the lips. He's a robot. Yeah. We don't need to see him. He doesn't need to be humanized. Yeah. Okay. What's up? Uh, what else do you hate about this movie? Um, they completely effed up Unicron. And, and I mean, they didn't completely f him up. I mean, they did make him a planet eater and blah blah blah. Uh, Scourge uh, was eh. Scourge was actually originally like a character that was uh, 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 Unicron got a bunch of dead Transformers and popped all his body parts together. He's Frankenstein. Okay. He's Frankenstein, but a badass assassin okay. Frankenstein. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it was but all right. It was okay, but like, I, I gotta probably like, I I hate talking about realism when it comes to a movie like Transformers, especially when it's Transformers yeah. and it's based on an eighties cartoon. Yeah, I don't want to talk about like realistic, but like, there's a point in the fight scene where uh, the, the end of it one, I'm not giving it any weight. About to rhyme, if something bad might happen to him, he gets saved. I'm like, I'm like, have you ever seen a? It's not even a sports car, but just someone just. Toe that down the road, like it was kind of, mm, eh, it was a little weird out by it, but whatever. It's a movie, and it was fine. I didn't, I didn't, I was kind of. This movie, man, it's just, it's just not that good, man. <laughs> I, I, like for a kid, I yeah. for a kid, I can understand liking, loving this movie, 
It was, and I didn't hate it. I wasn't like upset watching it, but I just, right. I don't think I, I'm not, I'm not the target audience for this. Yeah. You know? it, it like, and that's the thing. It's either transformer fans or little kids. It's not really, I don't think it was made for us. Yeah. But and were you actually excited by the mid credit team of the way? Yes, that I was. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. There's um, a mid credit. If you guys want to hang around, there's a, a mid credit sequence that uh that shows up, so it's kinda of hard to miss. And it's all about more meets the eye and the real American heroes. Yeah, That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But um <laughs> anyway, um yeah, I mean they tried, they did a good job, it was decent. I just again like the acting was I yeah, you know, but it the was robots, I, yeah, yeah. it was I the robots all right. Bumblebee worked so well because they made them look more like themselves, and like also, they are in the cartoon. Yeah, Bumblebee, it, it was just also like, I don't know, it, it wasn't so, it's Bumblebee worked for different reasons than Transformers worked for the, I don't know, man, a, I just like Bumblebee, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> but, you know, and, you know uh, there, there's... No, part of when we worked. I will fuck you. That's part part of why I worked too. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, there's so much unnecessary robot killing. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm with you. And like every time, I'm like excited that I'm seeing a character that I I, I know from the, the the cartoons or the comic books or something like that I read when I was younger. The first thought I have to say when I'm watching them in a freaking Transformers live action movie is, are they gonna die in five minutes? <laughs> Am I going to see them for five minutes and they're going to be ripped to shreds like Wheeljack in uh was it Wheeljack? Who got ripped to shreds? Jazz. Jazz got ripped to shred by Megatron in the first movie, mm-hmm. like in the first fight. They take one of the major guys that was like part of the franchise. I don't know. It just upsets me. Anyway, let's get some quotes and move on. Right. You're just, you're kind of like this movie. Okay. There is a legend that precedes our time. It's your turn to lead the Manimals, Optimus Primal. Yes, yes, yes. Don't forget to laugh at all their jokes. White people love that shit. <laughs> You know, you're doing the Optimus Prime voice, but that wasn't that was in your room. I, I, I don't care. Okay, every quote's gonna be Optimus Prime now. Okay, I'm not Superman. Life isn't a comic book. It's not an Egyptian god. It's something else. It's a mirage, big mirage. It's just a movie. You're never going to be a real boy. Yeah. yeah. Autobots roll out. Do you think they should have said that more than once? Like 55 times, she just said. Cross my heart, hope to die. That was corny when I said it. Oh, oh well. What is weird is Marky Mark is leaving the Funky Bunch. He is now pursuing action, a- acting. A call now back. Call back. 
Yeah, because yeah, he was in like yeah. the what? The fourth one? The, the last two. Not following you, just escaping in the same direction. Work friends, you've been inside me. That was a great line, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, work, work friends, dude, you've been inside me. <laughs> if you keep your eyes and ears open, life will go. Oh, life will show you where to go. He's a robot, so now you're racist? <laughs> that was some Indiana Jones type shit. Donkey Kong, stay away from our friends. Maximals, Autobots, roll out. All right, man. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have come here to kick ass. Yeah, and take names. No, and chew gum. It was fucking Rowdy Rowdy yeah, Piper, they did. and it was from Day Live. I know it's from. They did not finish the quote. Oh, you're upset about the that? Fucking quote. Are you upset about that? Mm, yeah, it pissed me off so okay. much. I can give you anything you want, then die. Yep, can't read any of those, man. I must have been... Oh, here we go. Taco Bell. Oh, wait a minute. Nope, I I went past... Oh, that was the end. Yeah. Okay. I've come here to kick ass and... Yeah, that was, yeah. That was the end. I, I just didn't put... um. I didn't put the name on the... Oh, I missed a whole page. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm flaming, but whatever. Okay, all right. <laughs> what is the... um? What is your score for this? Oh, dude! <laughs> Can you go first? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I'm, I'm gonna th- 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 two point nine three, something like that. Like I didn't hate my life watching this. It just it was all right, man. And, but three. I'm not... I'll give it a three. Okay, right. I'll give it a three. Here we are. Uh, again. Pete Davis. Pete Davidson saved it as a Mirage. Um. Man, guys, you gotta you gotta stop with all these little moving parts in the robots. Just make them like they look like, like Jesus, dude. Just get over it. Yeah, maybe this, maybe people if they really want to stick stick with the cartoon, maybe I don't know. But I don't know how this is a multi. I don't know how their franchise is so big. Those fucking number one, man. That's crazy to me. It's a kids. I, know, I mean, it's, it's just, a kids movie. That's what that's what it was to me. You know? Yeah, it's a kids movie. And we don't mean in, like, the Disney ha-ha-ha. This is, like, the kids' movie that makes them grow up and learn how to blow things up. Yep, that's right. Uh, now, I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What is the audience score for Transformers Rise of the Machines? Oh, sorry. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. That was weird. What happened? Everything just flashed on my screen. Oh, that's crazy. So, what is um, the audience score for Transformers? So, what do you think the audience score is? Yeah, what do you think the audience score for Transformers as a beast is? Man, I'm going to have to go with 72. 91%. Shut Here, the Here's the audience says on it. Transformers Rise... get drunk? Transformers Rise of the Beast takes the series in a new direction without skimping on the action 
that fans will be looking for. Now, what's the critics' consensus for this? The critics said it scored, actually. 62. 53. All right, well, there's a consensus. Critics' consensus, thanks to some genuine human drama between set pieces and the palpable affection for the title characters, Transformer Rise of the Beast is one of the franchise's most enjoyable outings, more enjoyable outings, which is, that sounds like a... A better, a better one than 50%, but I'll read a good review and a bad review. Here's a good review. Rise of the Beast sits comfortably in the middle of the two Transformers extremes. Not as charming as Bumblebee, but far from the messy fairground antics of the Bay films. Mindless, but fun in places. Fans of people, sir. That's one of them. All right. And then there's... So. That's from uh, Victoria Looks for the City AM. Hmm. And then here's a bad one. From Clarissa Lowry of the Independent UK. It's not a morsel of joy to be found in this franchise. latest ludicrous outing. Whatever. <laughs> we like Dave, Pete Davidson. But that's Transformers Rise of the Beast. I mean. But next week, The Flash and uh, Extraction 2. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for both of So those. we're seeing two movies. Uh, one with a woman beater and one with a. Which one's a woman beater? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Ezra. Flash. Yeah. <laughs> Um and uh and of course uh extraction two one with a very sexy man, so yeah, yeah. the sexiest man alive next to Paul Rudd. You can find us online movies on Slick.net, where w two m net dot com. That's the way w number two m as in Mary net dot com. You can find our podcast and a bunch of other ones there. We're on Facebook, facebook.com dot slash movies on Slick podcast. We're on Twitter at ts podcast. We're on Instagram too at podcast. We're on Patreon com slash news suck. Give us some money because we like money. And we are poor. Uh, you Give can, us human money. Uh, go to bonfire.com. So she's on sucking something you. You'll find shirts like me and Neil are wearing our beautiful Muse on Suck shirts. And uh, if you guys want to see the email, it's info at or moviesonsuckpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be able to get back to you right away. Um, where I'm, we've watched this and you subscribe. Watch this on Facebook. Go on that page. Watch this true to subscribe. And you know what? If you're listening to us on the podcast, go and subscribe to the app. We'll be there waiting for you to download and where you find podcasts, you know, movies on suck and something to do. Neil, what do you do for small businesses? You got a small business. Let us know. Give us some information. Throw it out there. We like to get naked, and we like to get naked with you. Mm-hmm. We would like to advertise you to our thousands of followers or millions of listeners mm-hmm. right here on Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. You good, dude? You ready to go? Yeah. yeah. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys... No matter how hard you try in this life, if you can't succeed at making flame, flaming Cheetos, maybe you can transform into someone else. Have a good day.